to the White Gardenia Business Podcast, a show designed to help you simplify your strategy and grow your brand. I'm your host, Hunter Holbrook, and I'm joined by my co-host, Hannah Holbrook. Hey, Hannah. Hi. Hannah, we go to Chick-fil-A a lot. Yeah, we do. <laughs> In fact, you're sipping on a frosted coffee before the show. kind of helps uh, get everything flowing and Get some caffeine in your veins, and uh-huh. so uh-huh. Uh, we go to we go to Chick Fil A a lot. We give them our business, um, but the thing is, it's just a chicken sandwich. Um, it, it's really good, but that's not the reason that we go. Um, we go for the fries. Yes, it's absolutely the fries and the Chick Fil A sauce. <laughs> Cannot forget the Chick Fil A sauce. Ugh. No, but there's actually a lot of reasons we go to Chick Fil A that have nothing to do with their food. So, Hannah, do you remember uh, several years ago? When Chick-fil-A introduced their A-lister card. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. That was my favorite Chick-fil-A experience ever. Yeah. They don't have it anymore. Uh, it's called the the One app now, yeah. I guess. It's just the app. Because we were members like back in the day. Yeah. We were, we were uh, back when it was big, we became members. We had an A-lister card. We felt really special. Um, so we went up and asked for one. They gave it to us. And it really changed our relationship with Chick-fil-A. I mean, we already really liked Chick-fil-A. But after that experience, um, it just... It, we were sold. We were yeah. on it. You got to tell them about it. Well, so the, the A-lister card is, is a rewards card. And so we started earning rewards and getting free things, mm-hmm. free fries, a free drink, a, a Chick-fil-A sandwich just because. And so it would always keep us coming back for more and more. And we loved it and we felt uh, important. We felt like we were, uh, you know, frequent flyers or however you want to however you want to phrase it, you know, it's an element of status. That's so funny that that was just a few years ago because I, it's hard to imagine life without the Chick-fil-A mobile app, but yeah, we didn't yeah. have that just a few years ago. I mean, so just fun. the other day we went to go, we went to Chick-fil-A and we ordered several things and it was all free because they were just rewards that we had racked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We go to a lot, <laughs> but anyways, back to the story. So Hannah, do you remember, uh, there, the, we, I remember getting an email from Chick-fil-A that they were inviting us to an event mm-hmm. and it was to see a movie. Do you remember that? Yeah. What was the movie again? It was Ben-Hur. Oh yeah. Okay. The remake. And I had never seen the original, yeah. which I, I was getting chastised by you for. So Hannah, tell me, tell <laughs> us about, you, you got the email. So tell us about the email and tell us what you remember about that that day. Yeah. So I just remember getting an email from Chick-fil-A talking about how for the A-listers, they have this private event coming up. And as I was reading through the details, it talked about how they were going to be showing Ben-Hur, the new remake of it to people before it had come out. Yeah. It was a pre-release. Yeah. A pre-release. And they were going to be catering a free Chick-fil-A breakfast that you could come. And then you could also bring a few friends with you. And I remember reading every little line in the email going, is this, real? this is too good to be true. There's no way this is like <laughs> legit and actually happening. So I think I told you about that. I think I had to read the email for myself. Yeah, of course I was, you did. Fact checker. Yeah, I'm a fact a checker. Fact so I had, I, I was like, I was in disbelief too. Cause I mean, He's a five guys, by the way, I am a five Enneagram type <laughs> five. Bring, bring me the facts when you tell me stuff. Um, crazy. so we go to this thing and we invite a few of our family and friends and it's just a really great event. We go to the, we watch the movie. Yeah. We, we invited a, a good bit of people. I like think, it was your aunt. Yeah. My and aunt, your cousin and my her boyfriend. Oh yeah. And I then 
I um, think that was it. Two other cousins, too. Oh, I don't Kaylee remember. Jacqueline everybody. with us, right? Oh, I did they? I, they may have. I, I don't remember. But the point is, it was just there was great, a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was a great it was just a great event. We watched the movie. We ate Chick Fil A breakfast. Yeah, and your Grammy. Sorry, I think she went too. It was yeah. like ten people. Yeah, she was there almost just for one. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. So, um, yeah, it was just it was just a great experience, and we got to share it with people, and it was just it was a memory. It was so yeah, we went to this um, theater somewhere in Orlando. And all of us got there and there was like, I don't know, probably like what, 40, 50 people yeah, all gathered. It, was, it, was it wasn't like, a huge gathering. Yeah, it was small. And um, we got into the movie theater and they had our breakfast that we could just take and then go eat in the movie theater. Yeah. And then... Did they serve iced coffee or frosted? It was iced coffee, I think um, it was. I think it was iced coffee. Yeah. And they had like some juice. Fruit. And fruit. Mm-hmm. And the, obviously the classic chicken, biscuit. chicken biscuits. And then, it's better when it's free, though. It was so much better than I've ever had. It was yeah. the best chicken biscuit I've ever it's had. so good. Well, and then they didn't stop there. When you ran out, they were, like, giving out more chicken biscuits. And I just, I remember. Yeah. And you didn't grab me an extra one. You grabbed an extra one. You forgot to say I wanted, I didn't need an extra one. I didn't want to break the rules. I, I didn't think need another chicken biscuit, but I would have liked to save it in my purse for later. <laughs> so. You didn't even carry a purse. Well, now it's a diaper bag, but anyways. Well, um, you could fit more chicken biscuits in that. Yeah, oh, I didn't think about that. We'll have to, okay, we'll come back to that. All right, yeah, later. we'll plan. Any- we're, we're not going to the movie theater anytime soon, but anyway, when, when they do open up eventually, maybe we'll have a secret plan. Okay, okay. we can stop. Um, okay, so, so but anyways, yeah. How this relates to today's show? Yes, were you going to say something? Well, I was just going to say. Oh wait, I forgot. What was it? Oh, something about how that whole event was just it just felt too good to be true yes. and like this wasn't even real life yes that never happened again because i think after that point they stopped doing the a-lister stuff and came out with the mobile app yeah um, and changed some things but i i will never forget that experience it was so cool yeah and so because of that experience and just the the different ways like we felt i felt important during that, from that experience, I felt like I was invited to this really exclusive thing. And because of that sense of status and that sense of importance and the free stuff that they give out because of our loyalty, you know, coming back, Mm -hmm. it made me just a really loyal fan of Chick-fil-A and, uh, I love their products and everything. Yep. And I know we kind of joke about how much we love Chick-fil-A, but I mean... No, we fell in love with them that yeah, day forever. <laughs> you'll understand more based on some of the things we talk about in this episode. Because today in, in our episode, we're talking about how to raise the value mm-hmm. and potentially even charge more for your products. Mm-hmm. So Chick-fil-A, they don't raise the price of their product, but because they increase its value... They make more money on us because we've become such loyal customers. Mm-hmm. So one of the most common ways to raise value for your customers is to lower your price. So if there's a way that you can raise the value and keep the price the same or even raise the price, um, it, it's it's a kind of a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, Chick-fil-A doesn't charge more, but they profit more because they generate repeat business all because yeah it's all because they raise the value of their products and their service through things like the the app their rewards um, and then obviously the other things like it is a good food it's great customer service there's all kinds of different Mm -hmm. things that raise the value of their product and it's just it's a chicken sandwich you know but so the reason they're able to do this is because they hit on some of the things that we're going to address 
in this episode. So uh, we've got a few ways uh, that it's possible for you to raise the value and maybe even the price of your products. Uh, this is kind of these are ways you can charge more for your products. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're probably already doing some of these things and offering some of these things, but the key is making sure that you communicate what you're offering to your customers and the different elements of what your product does for them, how it makes your life better and hit on the emotions. Right. Um, number one is, uh, when it comes to your products and services, you got to make sure you solve the external problem and the internal problem. So, uh, the external problem is your product's. It actually, you know, it solves a problem, mm-hmm. uh, but the internal is, uh, it's the emotion behind the, the problem. The stressor. Yeah, yeah the stress that people feel. So for example, let's say you have a lawn care business. Uh, a lawn care business solves the problem that your grass is too long and they offer to um, cut your grass. That I mean, that is the extra, that's the problem mm-hmm. that they solve, right? But if, but you may not realize it, but they're actually solving an emotional problem as well. And, and this is, these are emotions I've dealt with as a homeowner, as a, as a yard owner. I know, owner. because they're emotions you've dealt with, they're emotions that I've had to deal with as well. <laughs> but continue. Well, there's emotions when you're, when your yard gets too long and the grass gets too long, you feel kind of embarrassed, a little self-conscious, especially when the yard right next to you is pristine and cut and Mm -hmm. there's not any weeds in it and things like that. So, um, part of the emotion is that, you know, it's not just that your grass is long, but it's like you feel almost embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And so if, if as a lawn care business, you can communicate, not just that you'll cut my grass, but you'll save me from the embarrassment of having a yard that looks unkempt. Yeah. And not even that, if you can tell me that my yard is going to look clean and and tidy and and better than my neighbor's yard, you know, a yard to make (laughs) your neighbors jealous of like, (laughs) no, they shouldn't say that. Well, but I mean, that's, it's an interesting way to raise, it raises the value of what they do because they're not just cutting my grass now. They're saving me from embarrassment. They're saving me from, mm-hmm. um, you know, feeling all these negative emotions and they're giving me something that is envy worthy. Yeah. Well, and I'm thinking also for a lawn care business, um, touching on a couple season of life stress points. So for example, yeah. um, if I heard about a lawn care service that, you know, said like, you know, we get it. You have, you know, you have kids that are little right now, you know, let us come and do that for you so that you can spend more time taking care of them yeah. um, or whatever. Or, or maybe if, like your time is valuable. Yeah. Something like that. Or if you're speaking to maybe an older audience who can't mm-hmm. exactly get out the lawnmower anymore comfortably because it's just, just, there's just a lot of stuff going on with them um, health wise or whatever Yeah. Um, to be able to kind of minister to that area saying like, you know, we get it. It's not always easy to do this. Um, you know, maybe not like it used to be for you. You know, we, we love, you know, helping out our elders or, you know, like whatever. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, there's lots of different ways you can come, you know, from, from that stressing point of view. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, there's so many different ways you can, you know, figure out what your business does and what the problem they solve, obviously the external problem, but then, you know, mm-hmm. what emotions are you, uh, saving from your audience? And also what do you, right. you know, what's the positive emotions you're helping them experience as well? Yeah. And that's that there's a fine line there too. I learned a few years ago that whenever you're touching on a pain point, you literally want to just touch on it Right. enough for it to grab the reader's attention. You don't want to go on and on about it where it yeah. just sounds like now this big negative dramatic, um, you know, yeah. tangent that you've gone off on and now they don't even know what the solution is right. to the problem. 
Cause like for the lawn care business, you want to just barely mention, you want to mention that, you know, your, your yard is, is could potentially be an embarrassment, but you don't want to stay there because people right. don't like staying there. Yeah. You know, Move they want yeah. <laughs> tell me the good news. <laughs> yeah. Tell me the good news. You know, you got a solution for me. And, yep. uh, so it is good to, to include that element in there, but don't, don't live there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And if you're wondering too, like what, what kind of things could I say? Um, you know, I know we keep talking about this lawn care business example, but mm-hmm. kind of just try to put yourself in your customer's shoes yeah. and pretend you're in different seasons of life. And what would you want that, um, company to say to you in that moment? And then just start writing down some lines. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, do you have anything else to say on that, Hannah? You know, other, other examples you want to hit? No, I was okay. about to get another sip of my frosted coffee. Actually. All right, you do it. I'll, I'll talk. You okay. can do that. Thanks. All right. Number two is offer them a tribe or a community. We realize that uh, people want to feel connected to each other. They want to feel a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm going to use a few examples in this episode and I'll probably go back to them a few times. Uh, so um, they're really popular companies, but they're great examples, which is why I'm going to use them. Uh, Starbucks um, is a great example of this. So you think about Starbucks, they offer a cup of coffee. Uh, but when you go to Starbucks, you walk into a place, you walk into an atmosphere mm-hmm. that is built for community and connection. And lots um, of coffee. <laughs> and lots of coffee, obviously. But when you're in Starbucks, and you and I have experienced this, um, it, it's a great place to meet people because mm-hmm. you feel like uh, you feel a sense of importance. It feels like you're... Uh, it feels trendy. Um, so you meet people there. It does feel trendy. It, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It's, I think they've got that industrial vibe, um, done really just very well in their design aspect. Yeah. Their it's their, their design has definitely kind of evolved over the years too. Mm-hmm. you know, the, just what the physical layout design looks like. But I mean, when you walk in there, you're, it's, it's an inspiring place to be mm-hmm. physically. They've the got atmosphere. the bricks. They've got the usually, um, exposed, air ducts. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of black and oranges. Yeah. Any, anyways, anytime I get in one of those industrial settings, which are typically very commonly found in coffee shops, it, it does give you this vibe yeah. like that you want to knock out some work. Well, you feel like you're a part of something bigger than yourself, something mm-hmm. exciting, something, um, energetic. And, but the thing is when you're in the Starbucks, uh, you see the other people who are in Starbucks with you mm-hmm. who are also engaging in, in that experience, whether they're there to meet you or they're, uh, you're there separately and you're just kind of working on your own thing. You feel connected to the people that you're meeting with yeah. and you also feel connected to the people that are just simply around you yeah. because you're all sharing in this same experience. You are all uh, Starbucks people now mm-hmm. because... Or- of, of the atmosphere that they create. I was just gonna say, or what, like what happens to me at my local coffee shop, I see someone there enough times because we both go there a lot uh-huh. that then we do start talking and getting yeah. to know each other. <laughs> so, um, that's another great example. Uh, our local coffee shop mm-hmm. is, uh, it's a great hangout spot. It's kind of the glue in our community and you feel uh, a Bread sense of butter. community and connection when you're there. Um, but one of the reasons why, you know, they charge a little bit more for a cup of coffee as well. And I was explaining this to, to one of the, the girls there that the, the reason they're able to do that is because of several things. When you pay for that cup of coffee, you're paying for community. You're paying for the Customer experience, service, experience, mm-hmm. yeah, you're paying for the, the atmosphere. It's a great place that you just want to stay and study for a while. Yeah. It's inspiring. Mm-hmm. And you're paying for the fact that it is 
locally uh, roasted coffee. Like mm-hmm. they roast their own coffee. Yeah. And that is a, um, that's very valuable these mm-hmm. days when people want to shop local, they want to, uh, you know, uh, they don't want necessarily just the, the big box coffee stuff, but when it's something is specially made yeah. for them, uh, that's even more it's valuable. Special. It's very unique. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why bread and butter can charge, you know, more for a cup of coffee. That's why Starbucks does, because you're not just getting a cup of coffee. You're getting a scent. You're getting an experience mm-hmm. and a sense of uh, community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that kind of actually tags into the sec- the third thing, which is to offer them an experience. You know, Starbucks, when you go into a Starbucks, you obviously have that, that experience. But another example of this is uh, Apple. You know, a lot of people talk about Apple and just in the different ways that they uh, are influential in the business world. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm going to th- go in a kind of a different direction when I talk about experience here. Apple offers you a great experience. Uh, Hannah, you just got an upgrade to a Mac and, uh, you know, a new iPhone. It was definitely an upgrade from what I yeah. had been working on. We so, won't even repeat what I had been working on for years. I don't even know if we could pronounce what you were I don't, yeah. It was, mm-hmm. So the thing is with, uh, with Apple, just the fact that you're getting an Apple, you know, just then the Not name. Not the fruit, but yeah. the technology, Apple. They're both just good. To They're both very uplifting. One works a little bit better at sending out emails, but... <clears throat> yes. I'm guessing you're talking about the computer. Yes. Um, but the thing is with Apple, you're already excited about getting an Apple, whether it's a phone or a Mac or whatever it is. Right. But then the box shows up, right? And so... You're like, is this for me? I know. And, and so... I don't order these things ever. <laughs> But the, the thing about the unboxing experience for a Mac is that like you take it home and you slide the, the, the top of the box off and it's just perfectly Always fitted. slowly. It, yeah, it's, it comes off slowly because it's because it's perfectly fitted and then everything is just packaged really neatly and compactly it's very and very sharp. simply. Yeah, all the angles are really just like clean and mm-hmm. nice looking. And it's like, it's almost like when you open that package, your product, whether it's the phone or the Mac is like on display like and like the holy, you almost feel lights coming out of it's it. It's not like it's and, on display. And angelic it's voices. on display. Exactly. <laughs> it's on display for you to open even if it's just you by yourself. Exactly. And obviously you could probably tell just by the way we're talking about it that it is an experience. So, um, so yeah, offer them an experience. Uh, so Hannah, we, uh, with white gardenia, we offer people an experience, some, uh, it's different with their unboxing, but it is an experience. We have our white gardenia unboxing experience. Can you tell us more about, uh, what we, what we offer? Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we do interior design services. That's a newer branch that we've, um, we're starting to go in that direction yeah. more. Before that, though, we were doing a lot of home goods and um, basically kind of one of the, the word of mouth strategies that happened without us even realizing it. And um, it was going to be a word of mouth strategy from people talking about this um, took off. It was our unboxing experience is what people were calling it, where we basically package our candles, um, bath salts, home goods, whatever, and um, these dried florals. Mm hmm. And it's just, it's beautiful. You know, you open it up and you think like, how in the world did I only have to pay this for that kind of a thing? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, that was really fun. Um, I think like when it comes to the, the design services, that's still kind of newer. So we don't really 
you know, we haven't been doing that long enough to figure out. Yeah. We're still developing some yeah. of those experiences. Yeah. Those experiences. But, but that, that unboxing experience for the home goods. Right. I mean, we would get people posting about it on mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram. Just, they would post their unboxing experience. We've, we've heard that some of the unboxing experience, uh, experiences has actually made people cry. You know, oh one, of the things gosh, we include yeah. is a, one of the things we include is a note that just tells them uh, how special they are. And mm-hmm. not like in a cheesy way, but in a very meaningful way. That, it's you know, just, it's become a really unique gift that yeah. you don't just buy off of Amazon and send it to somebody. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I do that all yeah. the time. But it's just, um, it's become a really unique gift. And so, yeah, whenever I get those stories about how it made so-and-so cry, that always makes me just, you know, I'm like, I'm so glad, you know, that they were able to do that and there's also been other experiences that I've heard about where someone unwrapped their box uh-huh. and then went and took it to another person just to show them the packaging. <laughs> I heard that story. I thought that like was they just walked so it funny. over to that person. Yeah. Or? they Cause yeah, someone was at their house and like, I got to show you, I got to show you oh, this yeah, packaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember so that, story. that was so funny, but yeah. yeah. So offer them, ex- offer them an experience and an unforgettable experience. Unforgettable. Yeah. So for me, like, you know, Southwest is another really, uh, great company with a great reputation. Um, there, I remember a lot of times I, I flew on Southwest a lot when I was a kid and mm-hmm. I always remember their pilots and their flight attendants being really silly and making lots of jokes and I didn't realize it, but apparently that's part of Southwest's culture, mm. great customer service mm-hmm. and just having fun while you work. And it, it creates a great experience for me, the, the customer, the passenger, mm-hmm. just, just them being lighthearted and having fun. Mm-hmm. It created memorable moments. They would always, um, you know, the, the, the pilot would always talk about the landing, you know, and he say things like easy does it or something like that while they're landing the plane. And uh, a lot Did of times I have that for my first time I flew a plane. I hope not. I would be there terrified. I know it's like do your job, but <laughs> no, <serious. laughs> it gets to the point where we would like all start clapping in, in the cabin oh, because I feel like I remember, I can, okay, yeah, I remember that one because time. of the land. Anyway, it's just, so it's just funny. Southwest cult, their culture creates this experience that's mm-hmm. fun and energetic you want to go back memorable yeah Yeah, it makes you want to go back so on a on a smaller scale going back to the small business um world a little bit i recently ordered this little passy clip for um our new little baby that's coming next year Uh um from Lindsay at lorelei and co and um she included a personal note in her packaging that was just handwritten so sweet and i just feel like that was a that was definitely an experience to see like my name on the letter, something that I didn't buy. It was just extra. And you know, no one, we started out doing actually handwritten letters until the orders became, um, way too much to handle writing everyone a note by hand. We had to kind of, you know, move to more like a text letter, but that was just such a sweet little moment because it actually took me back to my business days, like early on too, where I used to do the handwritten letters Yeah, and everyone would talk about that, you know? And so I know that if well, she, if she decides to keep doing that, you know, that's going to be something that, um, people remember, you know, her taking the time to do something that wasn't necessarily paid for, but just going out of her way to do that. Yeah, really absolutely. Sweet. And you know, these are things that all, they all add value to your services and to your products. And, um, it, it, it just makes you want to come back. It makes you really value that experience. Mm-hmm. So if 
you've started a business, chances are you've heard of the importance of growing an email list. Now there are a lot of great email service providers out there, but sometimes it can be easy to get overwhelmed by the tech part of it. How do I build an email campaign? How do segments work? What's a landing page? Now this is where Flowdesk comes in. Flowdesk simplifies email marketing by making it clear, clean, and clutter-free. At White Gardenia, we're all about simplicity, so we really like Flowdesk. Flowdesk makes designing emails and workflows fast, fun, and easy. We recently just switched to Flowdesk and we love it. Hannah told me it's like Christmas day the first time she used it. It was that much fun. So here's a special offer. If you want access to Flowdesk for 50% off for life, use the code WhiteGardenia50 when you check out. Check it out at flowdesk.com. That's F-L-O-Desk.com and simplify your email marketing experience. Now, let's get back to our conversation. Number four is uh, to raise value for your services and products is offer them status. Mm -hmm. And uh, this this means how you feel about yourself, uh, exclusivity, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of airlines out there that offer you know frequent flyer miles and if you have a certain amount you can board early and get first class or different things like that you can upgrade right um you know for uh, some other common examples you know starbucks has the the starbucks reward card and there's the the gold card that is kind of elusive and out there and if you have a gold card it's like oh wow you actually have like you have the gold card (laughs) you're a gold card member you know so um but it's this idea that uh, there's it's exclusive and mm-hmm. you know there's a it's almost like a badge that you wear yeah and sometimes it doesn't even need to be anything super fancy or exclusive yeah. it just I think um, you know we talked about the the use of the, the Apple logo yeah you know and how that just creates a feeling of um, you know prestige and things like that and um, so it doesn't always have to be something big and grand and you know breaking your budget to come up with um, you know, a, a status in your, in your company. Just a leaving a logo. Yeah. Just get creative and, mm-hmm. and figure out what would be really cool, you know, for you to enjoy. And then, you know, yeah. transfer that feeling to your customers. And there are, there are some products out there that are better at offering status. So for example, uh, a few years ago, you, Hannah, you got me a pair of sunglasses. You got me some Ray-Bans. I did. Uh-huh. I got you those. Yep. And yeah, I don't know what you were thinking. I'm still really appreciative, though. Good grief. So uh, that's a really cool experience, too, because they come in this really cool case. And it's like when I was opening it, I felt I felt a sense of status. I felt important. I felt like I actually uh, was given permission to be fashionable. Uh-huh. And so when I wear them, I feel a sense of status. We I would feel, have needed a few more things to help you out there. I, do, I still need a few more things. <laughs> But I, when I wear them, I feel a sense of status. I feel a sense of, you know, like I know what I'm doing when it comes to fashion, even though oh, um, I still probably need a little bit more diversity and help. Oh, mercy. But it's just that because I know Ray-Ban, like I know the name. Well, and it, it's a quality, I mean, sunglass. Yeah. Um, sun, sunglass? Is that a no? It's a pair quality of pair of sunglasses. Mm-hmm. I My mom got me some, um, oh gosh, five, six, seven years ago. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Yep. And I, that's the only pair of sunglasses I have and I've worn them all the time and they still look brand new. 
Yeah, we haven't lost some of the scratches from dropping them, but hopefully this episode does not incur any bad luck. (laughs) So yes, offer them uh, some status, whether it's a a badge or a certification or you know exclusivity. Uh, Offer them some status, and this this helps people feel important. Um, Mm -hmm. Even though we may look at like different things like the gold card at Starbucks, and that may seem a little silly, but yeah, you know when you feel like you're um, up there, you yeah. know, it, it, it makes a big difference, creates well, loyalty. And some, I just want to say too, if you're not in a place in your business yet where you can necessarily branch out on status financially, um, you know, with your budget and try to purchase anything, even if it's like super, um, cheap right now and another way that you can go in creating status is using yourself mm-hmm. in your customer service as yeah. a way of status. So for example, Um, there are some companies where I know somebody has reached out to me and been like, and this is what I've been doing for years. And if you ever need anything, like I'm an email away, like I'm right here for any questions you have, like, let me know, let me know, contact me, contact me. Um, it's kind of created this status feeling of, Oh, I know a guy, you know, so I want to, you know, go back and do business with that person because I know somebody who could help me out with that for sure. So if you can't find something or if you're not ready to be able to invest in something that would give your company that air of status, be the status yourself with who you are and how you're handling your customers. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So number, uh, number five is, um, when it comes to offering value, don't just present the features of your product, but present the results, the emotional results of mm-hmm. what your product does. And this kind of ties back into yeah. the first thing we talked yeah, about with the does. emotions. But so, for example, uh, if you're like you say you have a plumbing company and one of the features is that, you know, we have 24 hour service and that's dedication. we're on call. <laughs> right yeah, there. it is dedication. Uh, but that's just that's just one of their features. But instead, if if not, if you don't just say. Uh, you know, we're open 24 hours, but you say something like, you know, we'll save you uh, a headache at 2 a.m. in the morning. You know, we're available no matter what. You know, you're basically mm-hmm. offering them peace of mind that um, no matter what happens, no matter what time of day, even if it's in the middle of the night, we'll be there so that you don't have to be without water or right. deal with the issue yourself uh, at a really inconvenient time. It's peace of mind. And, you know, for me, I'll pay a lot for peace of mind. Mm-hmm. I really will. And we have sometimes. Over we the have. Years. Yep. I will. I will pay more for peace of mind. So uh, another great example. Um, I don't think Aldi does this, but if they did, I think they would get even more money. But Aldi is a place where you can get, you know, pretty cheap groceries, mm-hmm. different brands. Uh, they're able to, you know, keep the prices really low. And so... Uh, let's say uh, one of the features of uh, Aldi is you save you could save fifty bucks on your on your groceries this week, mm-hmm. and maybe that's not even a feature, but that's something that is you know, it's a selling point. Yeah. So, but instead of saying you know, don't just say you know you could save fifty bucks on your grocery this groceries this week, um, but you kind of play that even further to some of the emotions behind it. Mm-hmm. Save 50 bucks on your groceries, you know, pay off your debt quicker or, or have a family fun night. You know, what, what, like, what can you do with that 50 bucks that you could save by coming to Aldi's? Save up for that Mercedes. Yeah, you decide, you know? Um, so it's not just, you know, cheaper groceries. It's, it's the emotional experience behind it. Mm-hmm. All right. Number six is, uh, help 
the help your customer become a better version of themselves. It'll help them transform a little bit, help them to kind of win the day. Mm-hmm. And so um, Apple is another great example of this. You know, kind of go back to using them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, their whole purpose is to help young uh, creatives and entrepreneurs and uh, different people, uh, helping them express themselves. Uh, with Apple, uh, you can start a business, you can be an entrepreneur, uh, you can record an album, you can design, uh, you know, a graphic design. Uh, and you can do so in such a way where you compete with the big, the big names, the mm-hmm. big artists, the big companies. And so Apple really helps you feel equipped to uh, take on, you know, the world and express yourself. Mm-hmm. Leveling the playing fields. Yeah, exactly. It levels the playing fields. I mean, that's how I you feel. You should have said that. You're the sports person. I don't. I don't even know what that means. I just said it. I don't, well, I don't even know how level the playing field. Is that like where you like go and you like mow the grass before baseball games start? No. I'm going to stop. That's what I, I thought no of when you said about. that. But Next. I, next. <laughs> no. Um, but it, yeah. So like when I use, when I use my Mac, you know, that's how I feel. I feel like I can compete. I feel like I can take on, you know, uh, uh, the big names. I feel like I have a tool that equips me to do what I actually need to do. See, I, I feel like that now when I first got my Mac after the PC I had, I was just thankful it, it opened and it, <laughs> it was smooth. It started and it opened up like, uh, you know, pages when I pushed the pages button. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I was so grateful that it would just like save a picture and do all these little things that now, like, I feel like I'm starting to like really appreciate all the features at first. I was just like, okay, thank you Lord for providing me with a computer that works. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> that really works. And the, the truth is that there are lots of computers, whether it's a Mac or a PC, um, there's, there's lots of computers that are out there that are really effective, that are oh, very yeah. powerful and oh, yeah. maybe even more powerful than, than a Mac. Yeah, you know, I, I'm a PC lover for sure. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I think I, I think I would say I love my Mac the most now that I have it, but I was a PC girl for years. Yeah, I was too, but you were a PC girl for years. No, <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was a PC boy. Now I'm a, now I'm I'm a so Mac, sorry. now I'm a Mac man. This is why we cannot record at 1030 at night. Cause you get the worst of me, but go ahead. No, we're getting the best of you. Oh man. So, um, but the thing is, because I use a, uh, oh man, where was I going? Okay, I'm so, so sorry. I totally am so sorry. I'm going to get in trouble. Later. There's things out, there's computers out there that might be even more powerful than a Mac. But a Mac and what Apple does is they do a great job of communicating how their products help you right. become a better version of yourself. So if you can communicate that somehow with, uh, with your lawn care business or your plumbing business, you know, let's let, I don't know. How do we do that with lawn care? So, you know, we can come cut your yard so that you can be the ideal neighbor in your community. Or like if it was our season of life and our situation, if someone said, Hey, let me cut your yard so your husband can spend more time. Yeah giving the kids a bath at night and putting them to bed so yeah. you can go have a cup of tea and relax, I'd be like, okay, I don't care what the price is. Like, I wonder if, you're are, you, are you trying to hint something at no, me right now? I don't know. Okay. Not at all. all right. We'll go check. I'll go check the budget after this. <laughs> Maybe hiring a lawn care service here very soon. Uh, all right. Number seven, it's our last uh, item for raising the value is, uh, and this, this should be a, a, a standard anyway, but Number seven is high quality customer service. Oh, I didn't have that on my list, but I forgot. I yeah, you actually told one. me about it Whoops. earlier. Okay. Um, 
you know, you actually recently, Hannah, worked with Custom Inc. And because of your oh, customer yeah. experience, you said that you'll back. be a you'll be a fan. You're a fan. Yep, they were awesome. They were so um, well. First of all, this is apparently a really um, big deal these days, from the smallest to the biggest of companies, and I don't understand why. But like, it if if you don't answer the phone when I'm calling you several times, you know, like I'm not just going to call once and then be done. But if you don't answer the phone and I've tried to call you, then I feel like I have no way to talk to you. Cause a lot of times you can't find like specific email addresses or something Oh yeah. or it's something you need to be, um, a little more elaborate, you know, a laboratory. You'd be able to explain I'm it so a little sorry, bit better. It's so late. I need to be able to explain it better on the phone. <laughs> I'm making up words. Um, so yeah, custom ink the first time I called I got somebody who was not a computer but a real mm-hmm. person um she answered every question I had and more and literally more because then she would tell me other things that I didn't even realize I needed to know um but it was helpful and then it actually got me to where I was going with my order and the next time I called there was a different person but just as helpful yeah and that is rare as well. I feel like if you call somebody on the phone these days and you get somebody, you almost want to like, you almost want to like ask them for their personal number so that you can get them next time. Can I I call you again? But yeah. And, and then I had a few emails and all different people, nobody had the same name and they were all just extremely helpful and I will absolutely go order from them again. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's great. Great example. So high quality customer service experience. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to go over these categories again. Um, When it comes to raising the value of your products and services for your customers, number one is uh, don't just solve the external problem, but solve the the emotional problem, the internal problem. Mm -hmm. Number two is offer them a tribe or a community experience where they can be together and feel a sense of belonging and connection. Number three is offer them uh, an experience in general, whether it's an unboxing experience or just a really positive experience like physically or with the atmosphere um, or just a a culture, company culture. You know, Mm -hmm. we talk about Southwest. Number four is offer them status, which you include extras or exclusives or freebies or even a badge or a card, a lister card, gold card, things like that. Number five is uh, present not just the features of your product, but the emotional results. Don't just tell them what you offer and the different things that your product does. Tell them how it's going to save your customers' headaches Mm -hmm. and make their lives better. Number six is uh, help your customers become a better version of themselves. Help them to transform, help them to uh, be equipped, feel equipped to go out and save the day, be the hero. And then number seven is... um, please offer your customers a very high quality customer service experience. Go above and beyond to help your customers solve their problems. So here's the thing. Uh, These are some great ways uh, and there are many more uh, to increase the value of your products and services. And now uh, you can use these ways to raise your prices, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you should. And it's not about raising your prices. It's not about how can I make more money? Uh, this is all, you know, we, we add value because it's all about helping your customers to transform. It's all about helping them uh, feel valued. It's about inviting them into a story where they feel equipped and they feel special and that you're there to, to help them on their journey. 
Mm-hmm. Um, this is all so that they can live abundantly and have a, a positive impact in their world and, and change their world. Yeah. Um, and it sounds it may sound kind of heavy, uh, but that's what we do. That's why we start businesses. It's not just to make money. We start we start businesses to solve problems. Right. Everything that we do serves people and solves problems. We're here to help people live life abundantly. Right. And, um, and to grow your your business, like mm-hmm. you said, there has to be a solution to a problem that is um, communicated clearly, and it also has to have high value or. Yeah. You know, there's not going to be a lot of people telling other people that they need to go check this business out. Yeah. So it's not about us. It's about them. And uh, so anyway, those are the the ways you can raise value and potentially even your prices because uh, we pay more for things that we value more. I'll pay more for peace of mind. I'll pay more for a positive experience, even if there's a cheaper product on the market. Right. So, all right, well, that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to the White Gardenia Business Podcast, where everything is designed to help you simplify your strategy and grow your brand. We'll see you next time.